This is a download from the Wireless Theatre Company. Laying Ghosts by Claire Redaway. Directed by Emily Wright. Connie, do you want a lift with us? I just looked at the clock and I thought, oh, I haven't seen Gary's car. Perhaps he's not there yet. And you don't want to be late, do you? Connie? (coughs) No! I I mean, yes. So, is he on his way then? Mm. He'll meet us there. He rang. I expect you're stuck in traffic. Coming up from London, it's always terrible. Yes, that's it. So, you'll come with us, will you, love? Thank you. (gasps) Could you not find your black? My Jack liked me in this. I wore it for our silver wedding. He said I looked a picture. Oh, There you are, love. You have a good cry. It'll make you feel better. Tony, I'll get in the back here with Connie. She needs a shoulder at a time like this. Oi, Gary. What? Slow down. I don't want to be late. Late for what? Gary? Oh, never mind. Connie, love, everyone's sitting, ready and waiting. They should have brought the coffin in ten minutes ago. I think they need to get their skates on. Connie? But Gary's not here. No. Well, he can join us, can't he? In the middle. No law against that, is there? All right. Perhaps it's for the best. Where are we? It's a crematorium. Yeah? What are we doing here? I have to go to a funeral. My dad's funeral. Oh, no. I should have told you. Yeah. To which bit should you have started with, then? Oh, Sandra, my dad's dead. Or, oh, Sandra, do you fancy coming to my dad's funeral? To which I would have said, no, thanks, Gary, but thanks for asking. Why didn't you say? I just... I don't know. It never seemed like the right time. The thing is, no, we're here now, I've got... No, Look at me. Well, I think you look wicked. But not, you know, right for a funeral. Please. Oh, come on then, Tiger. Jack was always first I'll in. I'll slip in here. No. Leader of the pack, we called him. With my mum. Where the fire was worst, that's where he'd mom. be. He had no fear. This is Sandra. He was a liar. I'm sorry for your loss, Miss Peterson. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. A liar of a man. And a staunch supporter of Peatling Rugby Club. He will be sorely missed. All rise. Hymn number 680. Time heals all wounds, eh? Was what they say? Yes, they do. Perhaps it was for the best in the long run. Better to go quick. That's what I'd like. Oh, would you? On the bathroom floor with your head rammed up against the toilet? Uh, There's no need for... Oh, is that Malcolm over there? 
I need a word with him. Can I get you anything, Connie, love? What do you think you were playing at, Gary? Late, and with that, that what? That girl. Don't you think your mother's got enough to cope with? She's gorgeous, though, isn't she? Yeah, if you like that sort of thing. What? You mean black? That's not what I said. You know what I mean. Her standing there with a skirt up round her ass. Why do you always twist things? I don't know. Connie. Connie, love, let me get you a drink. Now, you know that if there's anything I can do, anything at all... I'll start on the washing up, then, shall I? I'll grab a bin bag. Your dad would have been pleased, wouldn't he? What do you want me to do with the cake? Not much left. What bin it, shall I? It was a good turnout, wasn't it? <laughs> and your Uncle James looked well. Lots came from the station. Do you want a crisp, Mum? No. No, I do not want a crisp. Gary, love, just sit down, will you? Mum, look, I'm... Just, just for a minute. I'm just trying to get this place in some kind of order. Sort it out, you know, I'm... I'm trying to help before the traffic gets... Before what? We have to get back soon. Can't you stay? We've had no time to talk. Sandra, you ready to go? What? Get your coat. Don't you think you should stay with your mum? Look, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm sorry for her and everything, but me and my dad, well, that's a different story. I'd be a hypocrite if I said I was sad he was dead. I've got sausages in the fridge. The bed's made up. Sorry, mum. I better be off now. But Gary, please. But you'll be fine, Mum. You've got Val next door. She'll see you right, she will. But we've got to go. Sorry. Goodbye, Miss Peterson. Goodbye. I just wanted to say I miss him. That's all. You don't have to go back to work so soon, Connie. Take some time, like the manager said. To do what? Well... I've cleaned the house top to bottom every day this week, and it was clean to start with. There's no one to make it dirty. What about the garden? The roses could do with the prune. Well, it's just a suggestion. No need to look at me like that. It's too cold, and I'm too tired. I wasn't up till 11 o'clock this morning. All I want to do is sleep and... He hasn't rung, then? No. Not since. Well, not for a couple of weeks. What did I do wrong, Val? Nothing at all, love. He said that he wasn't sad that Jack had died. (laughs) How can he say that? About... About his own father. Perhaps he can't admit it. What? That he is sad. I mean, well, they argued, didn't they? (laughs) Gary's just like your Jack. Stubborn. (laughs) He won't back down. Mm. Oh, but look at them here, eh? We were so happy. It was on the beach in Cornwall. Oh, it was proper hot that summer. Cracking sandcastle. <laughs> it took them hours. Oh, Gary's a spitting image of Jack, isn't he? It's like a couple of strangers sitting next to me on that towel. Just a minute. Oh, it's always when you're in the middle of the washing up. I'm coming. 
Hello, Mum. Gary! Can I come in? It's a bit nippy out here. Of course, yeah, come in! I thought it was Val ringing, only she gets a bit impatient sometimes and she uses the key. You know, the one under the pot makes herself right at home. It's driving me a bit mad, if I'm honest. Oh, let me look at you. Got some colour in your face. Have you been away? No. Oh, it just looks as though you've been in the sun or something. Oh, listen to me rattling on. Take your coat off and sit down. Do you want a cup of tea? Or a beer, maybe? I think I've got some beer somewhere. Yeah, a beer would be great. I got your messages. Oh, good. All of them. Didn't think to ring back, though, eh? Ah, here it is. I've had things on my mind. I'm sorry. So, you're back at work now? Yes. I went back about a month ago. They're all very kind. They told me to stack shelves at first, so I didn't need to talk to customers or anything, but I'm back on the tills again now. Well, it's hard being on your feet all day. How's Sandra? Oh, no. Sorry. I'll get a cloth. Doesn't seem to have gone down your trousers, but your shoes are soaked. I'm all right. Waste of beer, though. There. I'm all right, Mum. Leave it. I'll just wipe up that bit there. I thought you might like to go for a drive. A drive? What, now? Yeah. But it's nearly dark and I... I thought I'd show you my car. But if you don't want to, of course. No, no, a drive. That'd be nice. I'll put my coat on. That's lovely, Gary. It's a Nissan 350Z 3.5 V6 Coupe. Oh. It's got alloy wheels, built-in entertainment system with seven speakers and cruise control. Oh, well, it's very red. <laughs> Lovely. Looks new. Yeah, it is. Madam. Thank you. Heavens to our light. Can you turn that down? Don't you like it? No! Hurry! We're not in a race! Back and enjoy yourself. My legs feel a bit shaky. So what do you think? It's certainly fast. Oh, you will be careful, won't you, Gary? Christ, Mum, that's you all over. Be careful. Watch out. Don't take any risks. I'm just worried about you. So soon after your dad... You've always done it. Fussing over us. I don't fuss. It's like that's all you think about. That's not fair. I mean, is this all you've ever wanted? Has it been enough for you? Because it wouldn't be enough for me. No way. I don't want to land up in some dump of a village miles away from anywhere. I like and then, living here. What, you're coming up for retirement and all there is to show for it is half a dozen rose bushes in the garden? That's not true. I mean, it's enough to make you top yourself. It's so safe, so boring. All cosy tea and biscuits and... How are the knees, Mrs Smith? Sorry? Well, it's not for me. No, sorry. I've, I've got plans. I've got ambitions. I never said you hadn't. There's no way I'm going to get stuck here again. But, and, Gary, I don't want you to... I only want to talk to you every now and then. Oh. Well, that's all right then. Gary, are you feeling quite yourself? Me? Never better. Now, I've got to hit the road. Things to do, places to go. See you, Mum. Oh, goodbye, Gary. So, he rings now, regular as clockwork. 7.30 on a Monday night, just before Coronation Street. Has done for months. I've tried ringing him, but he never answers. I think he's busy with his job and his promotion. Oh, that'll be what it is. So, are you coming to the George on Friday night? 
No, I, I don't think so. Now, Connie, you've got to stop this. Staying in all the time, it isn't healthy. I don't feel like going out at the moment. It's downright morbid. Morbid? Just because I want to be at home and not go out and have all those people staring at me and wondering if I... Look, it might be hard at first, but you need to get out of yourself. Get a new interest. Take part in life again. Join in. I don't want to. Well, I think you should. Now, let's have a look upstairs, shall we? And choose something to wear. No! Why don't you mind your own business? Well, there's no need to be like that. I'm trying to help. Some people don't know when they're lucky. Hello? You want to speak to Gary? Gary Peterson? Well, he's not here. Who is this? Sandra? Sandra that I met met at... Well, here's Sandra. As far as I know, he's down in London with you. Hasn't had the courtesy... What? But I didn't know anything about... Hello? Hello? Oh, my. Oh, my Lord. Hello, Sandra. It's Connie Peterson here. I didn't get in touch because I didn't know about any baby. Now, where do you live? Excuse me. Excuse me. No need to shove. I'm sorry to trouble you, but could you... Can I help you? Oh, thank you. I'm trying to get to this address. It's in Hackney. Ah, you need the number 38. That'll take you to Dalston. The bus stop is outside on the left. You can't miss it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Who is it? Sandra? It's Connie. Connie Peterson. You better come in. So, what do you want? Want? Well, I came as soon as I could. I was so surprised when you rang. I, I didn't know anything about the baby. Gary didn't tell me. Well, he wouldn't, would he? Bastard. No need to be like that. No need. No need. I haven't seen him for dust since she was born. It was all, I love you, you're so beautiful before. But the minute I started to show, well... Don't upset yourself, love. It's okay. I'm managing. I'm fine, really. I know. I'm sure you're doing a right good job of it. But it's hard on your own. Look, I brought you something. I didn't know. You didn't say if the baby was a boy or a girl. She's a girl. What's her name? Ruby. Oh, oh, it's nice. I didn't know what colour to get or how big she was. It might not fit. You can change it if you like. It's just a little thing. Once I know what you need, I'll get her something more. Ruby, that's a pretty name. Unusual. Yeah. Oh, no. We've woken her up. I've just got her off. Can I see her? She's through here. Oh, you've 
made this look lovely. That's my mum. She painted it. Got the cotton everything too. Hello, precious. Oh, Sandra. Oh, she's lovely. Look at those little fingers. Well, she's got a good pair of lungs anyway, hasn't she? Come on, darling. Come on. She's hungry. Wants her bottle. Shall I hold her while you get it? Yeah. You don't mind? I'll just take the cup off. There we are. Come on, my sweetie. She's light as a feather, isn't she? There you are, little one. You suck my finger while Mum gets the bottle, eh? There we are. Well, she looks like she's a good feeder. She loves a bottle. Yeah. She's no trouble, really. Sleeps well, too. Look, do you want some tea or something? That'll be lovely. Uh, shall I put the kettle on? No, I'll do it. You've got your hands full. Oh. Sorry, it's a bit of a mess. Washing machine broke. I was just about to ring the engineer when you turned up. You go and sit yourself down. I'll have a look at it. I'm a dab hand at washing machines. Mended quite a few in my time. I'll just put on the kettle and move these over into the basket out of the way and, and I'll see what I can do. Aha, gotcha. Ooh, <laughs> I suppose that's one of them thongs. <laughs> Looks like these cause the problem. They usually do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll put a wash on then, shall I? Clear up a bit in here. Do you fancy a cuppa? Thanks very much, Miss Peterson. Call me Connie. Sandra, can I ask you something? Depends. When did Gary know about the baby? Hmm. Must have been a couple of days before we came up to you, for the funeral, like. Ah, right. That'd make sense. Sandra! Hello, I'm here. Something smells good. Oh, who this? Hello, I'm Connie Peterson, Gary's mum. What you doing here? I came to see Ruby. Hmm. I didn't know about her. Gary hadn't told me. That no good rascal. Ah, oh, now hang on a minute. He just up and left. That money were nothing. Mum, it's not her fault. She's been great. And what you doing in your towel at this time of day, girl? Mum, listen. Connie's mended the washing machine and been looking after Ruby. And, you know, she'd like to help. Like doing what? Come over, look after Ruby, you know, help. I'll go and switch that off. How was that? She's made a shepherd's pie for lunch. Someone use your oven, girl. Now that's special. Shall I push? I got it. I used to it. Is there a bottle in the buggy? I got everything, don't you worry. I'll take the front. No need to bother. Look, I'll lift this bit, and, and if we go slowly, it won't be so bad on your knees. It's a long way up to carry that buggy every day. This flat all she can afford, seeing as how she a lone parent and all. Yes, of course. Well, at least it's not far to the park. 
That can't have taken five minutes. I'll put her in the shade here, shall I? Oh, she's still fast asleep, bless her. You better cold in the shade. Let that poor child have some sun in her face. All right, child. Oh, I can't remember the last time I sat in a park. Well, that's grandchildren for you. She offers? Yes. You? Oh, she may be my six or seven. I got two boys, Lloyd and Darryl. Lloyd, he married with two children. But oh, Darryl, hmm, he a terrible bad boy. He got four children and not with the mothers at all. Ah, you know, I blame the parents. <laughs> 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 oh, I saw Mrs. Gary. What say you we buy ourselves an ice cream? Mmm, delicious. Sandra told me your husband passed away. I'm sorry for that. Thank you. Was it a heart attack? What? Yes, very sudden. And it wasn't as though he'd had any warnings. He was as fit as a fiddle. Well, they say smoking don't help. He hadn't had a ciggy for years. And he wasn't a drinker. You must miss him terribly. We were married for 27 years. You can't just brush that away in a minute. Val, oh, she's my next door neighbour, she says I've got to move on, that it's time. But it's only five months. And I don't want to. I don't want to stop caring about him. No, they don't know. It takes a long time. Mm. And even after time, all you do is learn to live with the pain. Yes, that's it. You learn to live with it. So what kind of man was he? Well, he was a fireman. Very strong. (laughs) Strong and silent, I used to say to him. I first met him when I was 20, but we didn't get together then. He was with my best friend, but that didn't work out, and, oh, I don't know, we just found we had a a lot to talk about. He made me laugh. (laughs) We liked the same things, walking, cycling. We'd always go bowling of of a Friday night. Don't upset yourself. Oh, no, don't worry. You know, it's good to talk about it. Nobody asks now. If I try to talk, they shuffle their feet and change the subject. They're embarrassed. It's it's like, well, like it vanished. And what about that Gary boy? Gary? Oh, Gary. I don't understand what's happening with him. He won't talk about his father. He ran away from the funeral. Sandra told me about that. And now he rings me, but... The minute I try to talk about how I feel, he rings off. And I haven't spoken to him since I heard about little Ruby. When I do, I'll give him a piece of my mind, don't you worry. My darling, he a bad father. He don't pay them children any heed. I'll do what I can, but how much can I do? (laughs) Children, eh? They never stop being a worry. Gary? Oh, it's the answer phone. Hello, Gary, it's your mum. I'm just back from London and seeing Ruby. Oh, she's beautiful, Gary. Why didn't you tell me about her? 
She looks just like Sandra. I met Sandra's mum, Pearl, and oh, she's ever so nice. I'm off down there again next week. I'm going to go every Wednesday to help out. Gary, ring me, will you? Sandra, hello. Oh, it's cold this morning. The train was ever so crowded. Standing room only. Oh, I could do with a nice cuppa, I really could. I brought some of them cakes you like. They were in the bargain basket at work, so I thought, oh, I know who like those. I'll put them in the kitchen, shall I? Get the kettle on. Are you in here? Oh, Pearl? Morning, Connie. What's wrong? What's happened? Miss Grant, Mum got a call last night. She died. Oh, I'm sorry. You did say she was poorly, but I didn't know she was that bad. Pearl, I'm sorry. Thank you, darling. She was old. She lived a long, long time. She had a good life. It sounded like she had a good death, too. You must be glad you got to see her in the summer. Yes, that's a good memory. Before she was too sick. Thing is, it's a problem now. What do you mean? Well, we have to go there for the funeral. To Ghana. And I got to pay. Why? It's her duty. She's been over here for years sending money back to them and looking after all of us. But they think she's... A... <laughs> they think I'm some kind of millionaire with a big car and gold on my floor. They think I'm made of money. How much will it cost? Funerals are big in Ghana. Mum reckons it'd be a grand. And that's before the flights for all of us to get over there. A thousand pounds. Where am I going to get that kind of money? I save and save for months for the airfare in the summer. And that was just me. Every penny I earn scrubbing floors has somebody's name written on it. And Ruby and I, well, we just get by as it is. Right. Well... I'll put the kettle on, and then we'll have a long think about this one. So, if you speak to the bank about a bit of a loan, Pearl, and you... Don't forget the hospital. She was going to ask the hospital if they can help, seeing as that she's worked there for so long. Yes, and you're going to check with your brothers, Sandra, see if there's anything they can do. And I'll put a notice in the local paper about Jack's car. You don't have to do that, Connie. Look, Pearl, I've had the best times I've had for years coming here, playing with Ruby. She's my granddaughter, your family. Besides, <laughs> I can't drive. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, bless you, Connie. Oh, but there's one person we haven't mentioned. Who's that? Gary. <sighs> She'll be lucky. You heard from that boy yet, Connie? No, not since I started coming here. But we need to have words, him and me. We really do. I can't believe you'd sell his car. Oh, Val, why not? I've no use for it. But for a funeral of someone you've never met. I mean, how can you be sure that's what they'll use it for? You hardly know them. I've been going there every week for four months now. And their family... Besides, it was you who told me I needed to get out of myself, that I had to find an interest. An interest, yes, but not in someone else's dead grandma. Why, 
Jack would turn in his grave to think you'd give his money to some... Some what? I'm not saying it. I'm not. But it makes you wonder. And what does it make you wonder, Val? Jack would have been as ready to help as I am, I can tell you. I like Pearl. She's a good woman. And Sandra. And Ruby's my granddaughter. They're a darn sight more like family than my own. Well, and, and what's Gary going to think? You all pally with them now? Oh, I don't know. But I'm going to find out. Excuse me. One moment, please. Good morning, Global Interlink Limited. How can I help? Just putting you through. I've come to see Gary Peterson. Gary? Is he expecting you? No, but I need to see him. It's urgent. Who shall I say is here? His mother. Hello? I've got Gary's mother in reception for him. He's not. All right, I'll tell her. Mrs Peterson? Gary's not there. But you thought he was? Yeah, but I was wrong. Must have been seeing things. He's in a meeting. So, he is there, but in a meeting? Yes. No. That's right. Well, I'll just wait until he's out, dear. I'll sit myself down on the sofa, if that's all right. Um, it's a very long meeting. Might be hours. I've got sandwiches in my bag. She's staying here, waiting for you. Mum, why aren't you at work? Oh, Gary, meeting finished early, did it? Yeah, it rattled through it. Ow! What the bloody hell was that for? That's for lying to me and not returning calls and for Sandra and little Ruby and your dad and... <laughs> Mum, don't. I never smacked you as a child, Gary, but you'd try the patience of a saint, you really would. I don't know what I did wrong. <laughs> Shall I get you some water, Gary? Or something? <laughs> Jackie, um, I'll, I'll take my lunch break now, Jackie. Uh, make a note of it. Oh, and Jackie, do me a favour. No need to mention anything about my mum to the others. She's had a bit of a long journey, a bit wound up, if you know what I mean. If anyone rings, I'm in a meeting. Take a message. Right you are, Gary. Later. Oh, have a skinny latte. Large. Mum? Oh, just a coffee will do. Make that too. Let's sit here. So... So, how are you? Gary, please. Oh, I don't know where to start. I haven't spoken to you since I found out about Ruby. Didn't you get my messages? Yeah. Well, why haven't you even been to see her? She's beautiful. Look, it was never meant to happen. I'm not cut out to be a father. I don't know how to do it. Well, no one does when they start off. I never wanted a baby. Didn't that occur to you when you went to bed with Sandra? She said she used protection. But the baby's your responsibility. Look. Isn't she gorgeous? Yeah. If you came to see her, you'd see. Oh, and she's growing so fast now. She smiles and rolls over. Oh, and she's a wonderful eater. Pearl, that's Sandra's mum. Yeah. Yes, of course. You know. Look, Mum, it's no good. I'm with someone else now. Oh, I see. So it's sorry, goodbye and move on, is it? With Sandra and Ruby. And what about with me? What's happened to you since your dad died, Gary? What's been going on in your head? 
no, don't go. I don't need this. I'm trying really hard. I really am to hold it all together, to make my life work out. But all these obstacles keep happening. Sit down, Gary. Sit down. I won't talk about your dad or about Ruby if you don't want me to. But there's something I want to ask you. What? Pearl's mother's died. What? In Ghana. She was old. She'd been ill. Okay. I'm sorry and everything, but what's this got to do with me? Pearl has to pay for the funeral. And the whole family has to fly to get there. It's expensive. Right. And? I want you to help them. Me? Why me? You've got money. You've got a good job. You won't help with Ruby, but I thought, well, well, it's the right thing to do, Gary, to help them. You must be joking, Mum. Joking? No, of course I'm not. I thought they want me to pay for the baby. Well, you know what I think about that, but a top-up would be proper, I'd have thought. And a visit. No, it's too late. The baby's four months old. How is that too late? Sandra and me, we're out. Bad things were said. If you don't talk, then how will you know? You've a child between you now. Don't I know it? I know you, Gary. You like nothing better than burying your head in the sand. That's what you're doing now, just like you used to. And here you are, pulling me out by the neck, kicking and screaming, just like you used to. Gary. Yeah? Were you sad when your dad died? Bloody hell, Mum. I nearly cracked up. I couldn't concentrate. Crying all the time. Every time I switched on the telly, there was a funeral. It was weird. But you said... I know. The thing was... I felt terrible because I hadn't seen Dad for so long. I wanted him to be proud of me, but... What could I do? He was a fireman. Bloody hero. And I'm just... Some bloke in IT. He was proud of you, Gary. With your office job and all. And he'd have been proud of Ruby. I thought he'd be there when I wanted to come back. But then he went and died. And then there was Sandra and the baby. And I thought, I don't know how to do this. No one does. So what's the answer, Mum? How should I know? I'm muddling along in the best way I can, just like everyone else. Up you go, and down again. That's just like flying, sweetie. Send me brother Daryl. He's like, well, I haven't seen Graham for years, and there's no way I'm going over there for a funeral. I ain't got no money anyhow. Well, that's clear. Round and round the garden, like a teddy bear. One step, two step, and tickle you under there. Lloyd, though. He's going to help. He's got a job in a garage and he's like, I've got a bit put aside as well. That'll cover our fares anyway. Morning. Morning, Pearl. All right. My knees are killing me. How about you? Oh, not so bad. I'm glad you're here. I was about to tell Sandra that I've sold Jack's car for 400 pounds. No. Blimey. Well, he took good care of it, even if it was old. I pay you back as soon as ever I can. It might take a while. Oh, don't you worry about that. 
But there's another thing. Uh, I've got a little bit put in the bank. And... Now, Connie, you mustn't even think... Now, hang on a minute, Pearl. I thought, well, the 400 could go to help you pay for the funeral, but but I wondered if... Oh. It's just... Could I come too? Connie, <laughs> darling, is that all? How you even think you weren't coming? Ain't you family now? For the last passengers to fly to BA 501 to Accra, please go to gate number 5 where the plane is now boarding. Oh, we're boarding. Oh, I'm feeling a bit nervous, Pearl, I have to admit. I've not been so far in my whole life. I've only ever gone to Spain, and that was the once with Jack. He didn't care for it. Now, where's Sandra got to? That girl never on time for nothing. Oh, there she is. Look, Ruby's clinging on for dear life. She can run that girl. Sorry. I'm sorry I'm late. We'd better get to the gate. Five, wasn't it? What happened? Shall I push? Guess you came round last night. You never will. Never. Is it this way? Gary. No! Well... Yeah. What a whole load of presents for Ruby. Some money as well. Look. That must be near £100. That's right. For the funeral, we said. Welcome to Accra. You may unfasten your seatbelts, but please remain in your seats until the plane has come to a halt. It is 10 a.m. local time. Oh, that was quick. It's a miracle. And weren't you good, Ruby? We'll be first off. I'll just get my bag. There we are. Oh, I'll follow you, Pearl. Oh, it's so hot. I can hardly get my breath. Oh, just as soon as I get into that building, I'm taking me woolly off. Where to first, Pearl? We're going right away to Teshi, where my mother from. My brother, he's going to drive us. I'm not happy with this, Mum. There's no car seat and there isn't even a seatbelt in the back. Stop fussing, Sandra. It'll be fine. What was that? Some damn stupid driver wants to get in front of us. You are right, Connie. It's so green. I can't believe it. And the air. It's like breathing in steam, isn't it? <laughs> I can just feel my skin relaxing. Real palm trees. Oh, look at her. She's got she's got all her things on her head. All her pans in a washing up bowl. She just been to market down that road there. They sell everything. Food, material, beds, all you can want. Some wonderful cloth. Look at that orange and blue print wrapped around her head like a turban. That must take hours in the morning. <laughs> you carry on looking, Connie. Mum, tell him to slow down. Blimey. We're lucky to be here alive, I reckon. So, this is where your mum was born? A bit primitive, isn't it? They didn't used to have water in the houses. Had to get it from the wells. 
They've got taps in the compound now. Here they come. Hush now. Want you to meet Connie. She Ruby's other grandmother. Aquaba Connie. That's Uncle Olala. He means welcome. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, I have you. <laughs> welcome. Oh, welcome. How is the journey? Oh, ah, that's good. That's you. good. God bless you. Welcome. You're welcome here. So that's where my suitcase got to. Bit forlorn now we're here, isn't it? You all right? Oh, just sit down on the bed. You know, I'm exhausted. With all them people at lunch, the noise made my ears tired. Ruby seemed to enjoy it, though, didn't she? Yeah. And they all enjoyed their presents. So, what happens tomorrow? Mum dresses Gran's body. Then she's brought back here. And then we have to go over to the church. And there's the funeral. And is that it? It? You must be joking. There's feasting for three days. I'll get some kip now if I were you. Good morning, madam. Welcome to Dozzy's funeral parlour. Good morning. Do you want me to leave you alone here, Pearl? You come on in, darling. I need some help. And Sandra need to be with Ruby. They're going to the beach, I think. True here, please, ma'am. Oh. She just like she was when she alive. All the pain gone now. Oh, she's a fine woman, Pearl. She was. You've got a look of her, you know. You think? Some say the eyes are the same. Yes. And the mouth. We better get to work. Hear what I brought. Oh, Pearl. It's lovely. A real wedding dress. And a bonnet, too. That's what we do for them. So they're smart on the other side. Shall I? Brush your hair. That would be grand. Oh. <laughs> What's up, girl? Oh, nothing. I'm sorry. Only, I was never allowed to do this for my Jack. I didn't like to ask. Maybe I should have. It helped to say goodbye. There, Pearl. She looks wonderful. Yeah. I think we've done a good job. Mm. One last thing. I need to put this around her neck. Are those real pearls? <laughs> you kidding? No way. But they are memory of me. Mm. Now, we get them fellas outside to carry her home. Oh, we follow, do we? Sure. Who are those men with the coffin? They're cousins of my mother. They have good, strong shoulders. Ah. What? Here's Emmanuel. He's very skilled with the arms. Hola, Pearl. Sorry for your trouble. Thank you, Winston. You walk with us? Surely. Oh, I'm glad to be back, Pearl. What a walk. I thought we'd never get here. 
Lots of people love my mother. Mm, we built up quite a procession, didn't we? They all come by this afternoon to pay their respects. The dog, too. <laughs> that dog? He don't know who he was pestering. Connie? Sorry, I didn't mean to wake you. You're right. Oh, yes, love, fine. I think that jet lag is getting to me a bit. I just shut my eyes for a minute. It's just Ruby's asleep and I'm doing the food for tonight. You'd like a hand? Do you mind? Lead the way. How's your mum? Oh, she's over the bungalow with Gren. Take a look at the queue. Goodness. Everyone come to say goodbye? Yeah, pay their last respects. Earn a seat at the feast. Oh, it's lovely. Sure she was loved. Oh, my. Yep. They've all got to be peeled and chopped. What are they? Cassava. We're going to make fufu. Fufu? Cassava planting mashed into balls in a palm oil soup. Mm. My aunts are getting the fish ready. And the goat stew. Right. Have a knife. Well, if Val could see me now, sitting under a... What sort of tree is this? Search me. In the blazing sun with a, a heap of strange veg and a knife making palm oil soup. Well... She's more of a Delia girl herself. Yeah. Me, I like a takeaway. (laughs) Oh, Sandra. (laughs) Blimey. I didn't know it worked out here. Oh, it's from Gary. He sends his love. He sent you a message too. So, do you think you too? Well, it's never going to be fluttering eyelashes and I love you with us. But I want Ruby to have a dad, and it looks like he wants to be there. So we'll have to see how it goes. I won't take no nonsense, mind. Sandra, your baby crying. I'm there. Check your mobile, Connie. Oh, how do I do this? Oh, yeah, there. Hmm. Hi, Mum. Thinking about you and Dad on Tenby Beach. Remember the sandcastles? Love, Gary. P.S. I miss him. I do too, Carrie. I do too. Pearl, you all right, love? Yeah, darling. I all right. That was really something, weren't it? I've never known anything like it. It was wonderful. That singing... And the church was overflowing. I was so sad that my mother weren't there to see it. I know. But she'd have been proud, eh? I mean, I didn't know her, but I was in tears. They're not just tears for her, Connie. No, you're right. But somehow coming here and crying for someone else has made me feel better about Jack. Like I've laid a ghost come to terms with something. Maybe that's just what you done, girl. What you need now is a bowl of that soup you've been making. Right, y'all. Look at mummy dancing, Ruby. Do you want to have a little go? That's it. Give her a wave. Thanks for holding her, Connie. Have to fight for a mind. Yeah, she's getting lots of attention here. What do you think of the soup? Well, horrible, isn't it? Mrs. Connie, I don't mean to bust him, but would you care to dance with me? Me? Come on, Connie, give it a twirl. 
don't know. <laughs> Actually, maybe I will. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm out of breath. I haven't danced for years. You should do it more. It makes you smile. Oh, Sandra looks a picture. Sandra looks happier than she has for months. Mm-hmm. That's your game. Oh, well, maybe he's finally sorted himself out. <laughs> Look who come in your way, carrying a good drink. Ooh. Ooh. You're a fine figure of a man. Oh, Pearl. Oh, good catch. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> you get to dance with me again. <laughs> you know, I don't mind if I do. <laughs> Claire Redway, with Maggie Turner as Connie, Nick Van Gelder as Gary, Linda Mathis as Pearl, Marishka Tarani as Sandra, Carrie Cohen as Val, Michael Good as Tony, Uncle James, Vicar and Captain, Ike Ononye as Dorsey, Winston, Uncle Holala and the Helpful Man, Fran Kirkham as Receptionist, Laying Ghosts was directed by Emily Wright and produced by Fran Kirkham, assisted by Johanna Sama. Laying Ghosts was engineered at Quince Studios by Matt Walters and edited by Jeff Moreno. For more audio downloads, go to www.wirelesstheatrecompany.co.uk.